I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm done eating my chips. I don't believe you. Congratulations. I believe you photoshopped that. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just meet yourself as you need to. I'm. Yeah. Uh, I, oh no, I, had, I hosed them. If I choke on one of these, it's your fault. Oh yeah, I had, I had <laughs> a handful of like a fistful of rice crackers. Um, <laughs> sweet chili flavored. So. Oh, I had uh, spicy nacho Doritos. Oh, nice. Uh, I had, uh, I had, a, I had a burrito earlier. From mm. where? Uh, uh, from Loco Pez. Oh, nice. I, I meant yeah. to order something, but I left it too late because of work. So you know, now I'm just having I'm having one meal a day, which is good. That's good. It's weight loss. Um, anyway, Alice. It depends. It depends on if you're doing that for weight loss or for depression. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Today, a little bit of both. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> dearly beloved, we are gathered here today once again to commemorate 9/11, the 9th yes. of the 11th. This is us doing it. We're recording it on September 12th. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sort of le- um, less of a delayed response to 9-11 than the U.S. intelligence community had. So. This is true. This is true. Um, hello and welcome to Well, There's Your Problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters with slides. I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who's talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Go. Uh, I'm oh, Alice yes. Kelly. <laughs> uh, my pronouns are she and her. Liam. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson, and my pronouns are he and him. Uh, and Dev. new editor, Devin. Hi, Dev. Yeah, Hi, Devin. hello. Have fun publishing this mess. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize in advance. Yes, yeah. we, we finally decided to, to hire an editor who wasn't Justin. So yo, yo, I have 42,069 unread emails in my inbox. 42069. Nice. Wow. All of those are, like, incredibly vital that you answer them. They're, like last jury summonses you're like the, a grand jury has been opened against you uh they've, they've, you're they've being appoint- sought by the irs for many crimes yes yeah, they've appointed yeah. a special master <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you you have an email that's just like yeah. if you the, the second you open this like a bunch of guys are going to abseil through and like kick in your windows you yeah, know? yeah you got like you. a sort of sort of <laughs> mi- mission impossible email that when you open it your computer blows up yeah. honestly it that's not what it, what's gonna blow my computer up. Yeah, mm. um, it's a Bitcoin miner. I don't. You know, fine. No, I mine Bitcoin. <laughs> it's going to the moon, baby. I'm I'm mining some apes right now. Um, <laughs> Best time to do it. Buyer's market. You know. Yeah, this is true. This is true. If you need an ape, you can get an ape right now. Yeah, real cheap. Delivered directly to you, and then it'll eat your face. <laughs> that's what that's what chimpanzees do. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. So what do you see here is a red arrow I do. pointing at a building. I love surrounded... so much that you have marked the red arrow with a second smaller red arrow. A yes. second red arrow has hit the building! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's quite a lot of smoke around that building. Mm. Um, this building is World Trade Center 7. Yeah, and someone on the bottom floor was trying to charge their Samsung Galaxy Note 7. I don't it... think that had been invented yet. Only for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the prototype. Very early real, prototype. real serious, real serious pre-production there. Yeah, um, I <laughs> thought this episode test products in Alpha. Let someone else <laughs> test products in Alpha. Never test products in Alpha in downtown Manhattan. No. Yeah, I thought this episode was going to be like difficult to research and really nuanced and stuff like this. But the mm. the issue here is that it really isn't. You know, the problem is if you let a fire burn uncontained in an office building for seven hours, it falls down. 
you can you can you can turn off the episode right now. That's the only takeaway from this. <laughs> Although, if you're here to do 9-11 truthing in our comments, uh, have at it, because yeah, good I, luck to you. sometimes I get drunk and read those, and they're pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but before we talk more about what I just said, yep. we have to do the goddamn news. Oh, I just had a nasty burp. Very nice. Yeah, she's dead. She's dead. Yep. Queen's dead. She's Fuck, dead. how do I stop the fucking news? Shit. No, uh, it's funnier uh, if you leave it. I it's forgot fine, it went it's that fine. long. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 there's like a whole minute and a half of this, but it takes two button clicks and the second one didn't register. Anyway, one of the perpetrators of 9-11 is dead. Queen, queen dead, so what? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, the joke's on us, because now we have to deal with fucking King Charles III. Oh my uh, god. And his, yeah. and his sausage fingers. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I really... I really hope this is the end of the monarchy because I cannot cope psychologically with having a king. I cannot cope with the idea that this fucking sausage-fingered, plant-whispering cunt thinks he's fucking better than me because he's not. Oh, he he in, does. He in does. Many, think in that. many ways, he is appreciably worse. However, he gets the fucking fancy gold hat, and what do I get? Nothing. Fuck all. Well, Patreon subscriptions. He doesn't get those, but I mean, he still takes I'm... a cut of them tax. But like, this is true. I'm confused as to why he has sausage fingers. I usually um, associate that with being like, a, years like of some kind of guy, some kind of especially rotund child. Yeah, like no, more, I, more rotund I know, I than pretty, I was I'm, even. I'm fat, but I yeah. I don't have appreciably fat fingers. Yeah, being, you don't have you don't have the sausage fat, fingers. Be, being no. fat yeah, thanks, happens. Dude. It happens to the best of us, right? And most it's notably true. me. Uh, yeah. But the thing most about notably, <laughs> most notably, I was about to, to most say, notably to me, yeah. oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> You've got at least two other people we're, on this podcast having However, similar issues. Uh, what I was going to say is, being fat hits different when you're that kind of rich. Um, I, I feel like if you're eating a lot of quite yeah. literally rich food, if you're eating like foie gras every t- that's every day, how you get gout. Yeah, you're gonna get gout. Yeah, and, and also he's a fucking seventy something year old man. He probably has hella arthritis. He's seventy three. Um, so yeah, probably a this combination of those two things accounts for the sausage fingers. Everything else going on? Nah, I don't know. But uh, you, you may also have noticed that there's been a wave of uh, protesters against the monarchy getting arrested for breach of the peace. Which is, uh, eh, well, know. you know, that's what happens when you when when you uh, try to exercise free monarchy. speech, which they don't have. Yeah, yeah. Britain is communist. <laughs> I, I, it's a communist I feel monarchy. very strongly that something we're only coming to realize now, and you had to be unusually far sighted to detect, is that one of Elizabeth II's main roles was sort of concealing that th- th- this he, was actually how monarchy always worked in this country and will do until it is terminated. Uh, King Charles the Third, or whatever. You know, he's Prince Charles until I decide otherwise. Reasonable. Advocated yeah. for coffee enemas for ah, cancer patients. Fun. Wow. I hate... Is, can I can I say that I'm going to punch King Charles the Third in the face, or is that you, not... I, I we can't not say do that? it, but you can say it. We're uh, hosted okay. in the United States, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, we're a United States corporation, right. and therefore, right. oh, uh, can you can you do me a favor, uh, whoever edits this, and splice Devin, in the probably. picture? Yeah. That would be Devin. Dev, if yeah. you're if you're if you're hearing this, can you splice in that picture of uh, of Cornwallis surrendering to Washington? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's going to have to be Justin because Justin edits yeah. the video. But uh, oh, yeah, true. Oh no, Devin Devin edits the video. Really? Too. Oh, okay, yeah. perfect. 
Uh, well, yeah. in that case, yeah. Just editing the audio and video separately would be very difficult. I, uh, giving me an editor was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every, every recording is now going to go from three hours out to, like, six. We're going to be working in shifts. Yeah. Ancestors of Queen Elizabeth. Here, here at the Podcasting Factory, mm -hmm. um, which is now a three-shift operation. <laughs> yeah so I, I i hate the monarchy i hate the monarchy much more now that we have a king i i really yeah. resent it i think it's beneath my dignity to conceive of you know like a, a, a dude as being just some fucking this asshole is the poundbury guy mm -hmm. it's the poundbury guy yeah oh my god yeah oh he's gonna be he's gonna be in prick because like the thing is right the the queen the late queen she was like she successfully cultivated through the act of politics uh, the appearance of being apolitical, right? right. So, uh, no, no interviews ever. Um, uh, you know, if she needed something done, like you know, being exempted from uh, laws prohibiting racial discrimination in the workplace, a thing which the royal household was and remains, uh, she would just lobby for that shit privately. The Guardian would break the story ten years later, and everyone would go, "Oh, a bunch of woke lefties." No one would give a shit. The king, however, the current king, um, much more interventionist, does not really seem to understand or like the concept of a constitutional monarchy, and has been known to write a lot of emails and a lot of letters being like, hey, I don't like this policy, can you change it? So this is going to be an interesting few and years. And did his wife that he wanted to be her tampon. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I I no think kick shaming we, on this podcast. We, we should do. We can kick. We're not. Shit. We're not talking we can, about Liz Trust. No. We can. We can kick. Uh, I, I I like how you how you. I I want to say. I will say. Broke that story. I, yeah. 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 As, as, now, as sort of like, senior kink main, correspondent for the United yeah, Kingdom. Main, yeah. Mainstream Twitter accounts being like, is she? I she? I I knew it was bad, right? If if you're not familiar with this, this is the theory I would say now proven that Liz Truss is wearing a a BDSM submissive day collar as a necklace all the time. Um, I knew that that was getting bad when I started getting not one but multiple DMs from serious British journalists of my acquaintance being like, "Oh yeah, this is just doing the rounds at work uh, at the newsroom," like as, <laughs> as a rumor. Now it's like. I, I want to reiterate, um, I am in robust mental and physical health, and if I am found dead, or indeed not found dead after this, it is not an accident. Uh, yeah, say. I'm going to go say. one step further and say what happened to uh, the late, great uh, Louis Mountbatten. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, Seamus, do it again. <laughs> I... Just want to say, if you blow him listener, into low Earth orbit, if, if if you are a listener to this podcast and have a sexual encounter with Liz Truss, mm -hmm. let us know. Yeah, DM as, us. As, <laughs> a, as a safety third. Yeah, yeah. DM us. WTYPpod at gmail .com. Make it happen. <sighs> Shake hands with danger. No, oh. wrong part of the podcast. <laughs> In other news. Oh fuck. Uh, that didn't switch the slide. That switched the slide. Uh, yeah, there you go. yeah. Oh, Kiwi hey, farms. Kefla's well, killed I, Kiwi farms. Can I can I <laughs> intervene here and say yeah. if I have to hear one more goddamn thing about Kefla's being racist, which she isn't? It's uh, so clearly an op. It is the it's most really funny. It's yeah. an op. It's, it's, it's and an I'm op. an anarchist, and I'm saying this is an op. It's an op. It's an op. <laughs> Calm down. She's yeah. not racist. Yeah. So I so, don't know. Or maybe she is, but it publicly, at the very least, from what I know about her, not racist. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, if you are, if you are 
a listener, maybe too young to know about this, Kiwi Farms was the worst cesspit on the internet, just full of really mm-hmm. nasty, mean spirited people. If you were in like something awful veteran, so we yeah, know what yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about. It, it was it was like primarily a doxing website, and you you, yes. ha- you have here as one third of the podcast uh, sometime exhibit in the tranny sideshows thread. Um, if the- you ran in certain circles. You were doxxed on that site, at least lightly. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it happened to everyone. You, you were doxxed um, lightly and probably wrongly. However, yes. uh, they, they, they finally doxxed the wrong person. They doxxed Keffles, who is a yeah. Twitch streamer, uh, got her swatted, which is uh, a horrifying experience. I mm. probably would not wish on my worst enemy, yeah. particularly if my worst enemy was a trans woman. Um, yes. And as a result, she just sort of... Uh, took them off the internet. It can be done with the right sort of set of allies and the right resolve. So, obviously, now we have to cancel her because a trans woman did something material as as like a form of activism, which is not allowed. Yeah, can't do that. Can't do that. No. Um, it's really good to have this site gone. It is. That's oh, all yeah. I can say. It's. Yeah. I I I will be honest. I've been seeing like some of this got posted on on Twitter. Like I saw a lot of a lot of people who were using Kiwi Farms being like. They can't take it away from me. This is my only like form of social interaction. If Kiwi Farms is taken down, I'm gonna kill myself. To which I can only answer, you know, <laughs> make, make it happen. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> well, I don't know if we can leave that one in. Leave it in. Just, I would say I would say if if you if you do cut it I would I would leave I don't know if we can leave that one in. Yeah, I I, I yeah, if you this, leave this the whole is... goddamn thing, buddy. <laughs> no. Um but yeah, so uh you know, it, it feels like back back in the old internet, you know, you didn't even you didn't even mention the word Kiwi Farms. No, it was like no. it was like it was like Voldemort in like the Harry Potter books, which is ironic because J.K. Rowling espouses the same ideology as these people. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it was like <laughs> it, like HN, for instance, right? Uh, like annoying to confront kiwi farms yeah. potentially dangerous to Pot- confront. potentially yeah. life-threatening yeah 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 <laughs> um but so but they're it, dead it, now so suck that shit yeah and yeah. the reason that they're dead is that enough pressure was able to be piled onto their their uh their hosting service and their anti-ddos service cloudflare who are reprehensible pieces of shit who host like multiple nazi websites um but finally got lent on to the extent that they were willing to drop Kiwi Farms, and after that it was over. Build yeah. your own host if you hate it so much, you can figure it out. <laughs> bad to say, it's bad to say. It's just a reverse proxy, it's fine. Mm. Well, yeah, it's gone now. Thank God. It's good news, it's genuinely, genuinely like one of the biggest what, material what, what? improvements to the internet in the last few years. Minimum. I was about to say, yeah, we, we've, uh, the, the, the vibes of the vibes have been better since this occurred. That's true. That's literally true. Yeah, yeah there's less of a sort of a, a dark cloud over stuff. Uh, so. The giant, the giant uh, uh, Ghostbusters two slime pool under the internet is starting <laughs> to dry up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The internet's municipal ooze. Yeah. Um. In other news. Unfortunately, the, the it's death, coming. It's coming. The, the it's death coming. of the death of our queen 
prompted the cancellation or delay of our trade union congress and a bunch of train strikes because as a nation we are the most cucked motherfuckers on the face of the earth however not all is lost if you like train strikes and why wouldn't you? i was, I was because the um it looks like we're gonna have the first railroad strike since 1992 first mass railroad strike uh this friday the 16th is when that would start um the the big railroads here in america have come to agreements with 10 of the 12 unions uh, for new contracts. The problem is the remaining two unions they haven't had a deal with are the people who actually run the trains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you kind of need uh, those guys, I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's an issue right there. Hold on, I got to turn my, uh, my steam off because there's a little note in the corner. I don't want that. Yeah, it says that uh, I'm playing Hearts of Iron 4 again. Exactly. Are you playing Hearts of Iron um, 4? No, but I've been obsessing over the Should I play Hearts of Iron 4? Yes. So, so the, the the issue here has been for a while, um, you know, <laughs> <Right>. really. <laughs> what? It's just full screen steam. Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah, just I was fire turning... up a game of Hearts of Iron right now? And just I love do that you. Of the I love you so much. Oh my god, I can't even edit that out now since Devin does editing. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I was reluctant to cede editorial control. Anyway, yeah. you dox yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so, uh, if anyone wants to hook up to uh, annoy Roz on Steam, uh, DM me. Uh, yeah, Venmo me five hundred US dollars, and together I don't we think I'm Steam friends. We with can either of you. What the take fuck? Take down the curly-headed menace. Yeah. All right, all right. Ed, 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 you can edit this shit out or leave it, and I don't care which. <laughs> my Steam is the same as my Twitter username. So okay. Um, Deal with that Ooh. information what you will. Oh, I gotta buy my Steam yeah. Deck. Hang on. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, All I right, can so do that later. I can do that later. The big, <laughs> the big issue with the strike so far has largely been um, working conditions for uh, railroad workers. Especially They're not allowed to use the bathroom yeah, or go to the doctor. Yeah, those yeah. guys need to like sleep and also like be awake during the day once in a while so they can go to like doctors and stuff, right? Yeah, you, 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 you are essentially on call twenty four seven, and the railroads are trying to make it worse than that um yeah, they're trying to add you know, an but, extra day 24 8. yes exactly and and it's it, it there's there uh, at least burlington northern santa fe is trying to go to this weird points-based attendance what? system which is i don't understand it fully we're gonna have to uh, hang warren buffett tail conditions conditions <laughs> in the industry conditions conditions in the industry have been bad and getting worse for decades mm. and um you know so this strike was scheduled a long time ago there was a presidential emergency board which mediated a new contract which uh a after the 16th either someone they can accept it or they can go on strike, go on strike. um the uh the, the the presidential emergency board's contract was basically well we'll pay you more for the same terrible working conditions and railroad workers are not having it because yes. you know the, the it's 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 great to get paid a lot but you also have to live a life you have to you go have to, to have the a fucking life. doctor. Yeah, you have to. People you get to. hurt. People need to see doctors. People's kids are born. People, kids have t-ball games. You got to go to the t-ball game. Fourteen beers in, maybe fuck up one of the other coaches. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to be in jail for that for a day or so. You got to get out of jail. You got you got court hearings after that. Yes. You know? And you can't do that if they might call you up at one in the morning at any time. 
Well, obviously, they can only call you up at one in the morning at one in the morning, but um, <laughs> they might call you up at yeah. one in the morning at any time is a perfect like Yogi Berra line. Yeah. <laughs> and say you have to go, you have to go drive this train 400 miles. Um, <laughs> and you have to say, yes, thank you, sir. You to, thank you, you, sir. May I, may I have yeah. another? <laughs> yeah, no. you, you can't even say I'm, I'm on a grand jury investigating Liam, you know? Yes. Uh, did you see that, uh, that, um, was it Norfolk Southerners preemptively rejecting, uh, freight contracts? Yeah, they're, they're already rejecting containers from some inland ports. Um, Amtrak is shutting down some long distance service as of tomorrow, um, it looks like everyone thinks this is going to go through. The strike is wow. going to happen. Yes. Um, yes. so this is, yeah, let's go, uh, get some rice and beans. Um, <laughs> probably a good time to get some is right about now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not telling you to panic buy only to anxiety buy. You should anxiety buy. Yes. Mm. I mean, it might be, it might, might not matter if, you know, the coal doesn't show up to the power plants, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy, buy something you can eat out of the can, like the road. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a, tomatoes, uh, canned fruit. I don't know. Yeah. Canned fruit, uh, canned chili. Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. So that, this is going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to be on at least two podcasts to talk about this this week, although they may be out before this episode. So yeah, also um, might be hard <laughs> to record them with no electricity. This is true. This is yeah. well. That's why we're recording them now, as opposed yeah. to after the strike happens. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, <Alice>. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, this machine kills and work stoppage. By the way, uh, look them up. All right. Yeah, this machine kills. I'm very familiar with. Very good. Yes. Uh that was. The goddamn news. Okay. So we talked about this on our first 9-11 episode, mm -hmm. but I figure we'd, we'd go over it again, just briefly. Sure. Um, Lower Manhattan, you know, there's always been lots of offices there, except, you know, back before it was colonized, obviously. Um, yeah, then there was, and then even after that, there was like a fort there. And then after a while, yeah. people stopped right. building forts and start building offices because yes. uh, how hard men create we good times, to et cetera, extract et capital. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So the, the, uh, the the first big building on the site was Hudson Terminal, right? That was built over the Hudson and Manhattan Railroad Station, you know, the, currently the PATH Station, right? These were the largest office buildings in the world, but by the 1960s, they were pretty shabby. They were pretty drab. They were unfashionable. They're demolished for the brand new World Trade Center, which was funded by the government giving huge amounts of money to private developers. Um, strategy and which always works out. Mm -hmm. Right. And the World Trade Center towers, uh, blah, 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 one acre floor plate, blah, 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 Minoru Yamasaki, blah, blah, blah. Islamically inspired architecture, surprisingly few stairwells, spray on insulation, go listen to the Drywall. New York, walking here, things of this nature. In addition to the Twin Towers, there were several other buildings, right? So you had... um. Three World Trade Center. That's the Marriott down here. Looks run like by. Shit. Uh, I like a Marriott. Yeah, me too. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen I've, one that looks I have good. A Marriott but, credit but card. Like, yeah, the, I, yeah. The oh, Marriott. Don't dox me. I, I've, very... I've never traveled enough to like develop a loyalty to a hotel chain. I thing. so uh, my dad uh, was an was an attorney uh, for many years, bankruptcy, social security, and disability. 
Mm. And he always went to the uh, Social Security Attorneys Conference, which I assume was just a wild party every night. (laughs) Uh, And he would take me and my mom with him. And so I have a particular affinity to the JW Marriott in D.C., uh, where the conference always was, and therefore have it stuck in my head that Marriott good uh, and Hilton is for nerds. I've yeah, had Hilton this belief sucks, since I was actually. like six. Yeah. I, I don't have like a favorite. I do have an antagonism. Hilton suck. I say that the Hilton in London was terrible. Uh, you, you know what's weird though is a Malmaison, because Malmaison have tried to like invent themselves as the hotel that fucks. Uh, and so like- Oh yes, yes, yes. All the like arse on the walls and shit like that is like, ah, oh, this is the sex space. Which is a weird yes. vibe. If you Like it's fine if you're gonna fuck in the hotel, but if you're probably not gonna fuck in the hotel, but like if you're there for work or something, it's weird to stay at a Malmaison. Quite good. It's very, it's very opposite of uh, the Marriott, which is, of course, the Mormon hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the asexual hotel. Yeah, yeah. Volso uh, hotel. I would Mitt say Romney the... is actually just chilling there, waiting for you to come mm. home so he can tell you about the good news of Jesus Christ. <laughs> the main issue with the Marriott I've found is the breakfast situation is always weird, always bad. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like I'm trying to create a typology of hotel chains based on like yeah. sexuality, where it's like the the horniest has got to be like a Malmaison. Underneath that, maybe like a Sofitel. Um, Sofitels are pretty horny. Pretty horny. Yeah, it's a, a standard hotel in New York, but I think that's a one-off. They were. They they were running ad campaigns right after the High Line was built. That hey, uh, come to our hotel, go have sex in the windows. So and people can people look at you will, doing it. Can yeah. look at you doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so we're going to see Malmo's on like kicking yeah. themselves. Then <laughs> <think about it. laughs> I will say, I have yeah. I have stayed with you in some pretty weird hotels. Yes. What's the worst hotel you think we've ever stayed at? Oh, it was easily that motel in Plattsburgh. Oh, that place was a fucking shithole. You know what? Really I think bad. that was a Hilton. No, I think that was like a Hampton know, Garden no, Inn. On that same trip, the uh, hotel in Montreal was also very bad. The old city one that was a Marriott? No, no, no. The other one. Which other one? Oh, no, that was a different trip. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the crap. It was a different time we were in Montreal with your dad. We <laughs> like traveled so much together. It's, it's cute, you know. We had a good time in Richmond. Yeah, uh, yeah that... neither of us died. That's true. That was also a Marriott. That was a Marriott. Uh, yeah. yeah. When we stay at Marriotts, we have a good time. When we don't stay at Marriotts, the wheels fall off my mom's Subaru. <laughs> you, exactly. you need the sort of the guiding hand of the asexual hotel to you know mm-hmm. keep things normal. Yes. Yes. With its crisply pressed shirt. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. that's quite enough of that, sir. Sort of bromine and all the breakfast food kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Please stop spitting in my right. omelets. Thank you. So so World Trade Center three was a Marriott hotel. World Trade Center 4 and 5, that was sort of a small office building with a trading floor on it, right? This, they both mm. look about the same. 6 hey, was I also have, the was same. probably an obvious question. Were these all built at the same time? Yes. Okay. I figured like what, campus, based on the name. Right? Yeah, 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 it's like a camp. Okay. So I like thought they had been, but I just wanted clarity. It's, it's fucked up that you, like, despite years and years of movies trying to make us believe that stockbrokers work at the business factory or whatever, you can't make them take an elevator more than like five stories. They won't it's do true. it. Genuinely, true. like every stock exchange in the world, they're like, no, I don't want to get in the elevator. Yeah. It's the just trading like the floor is on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scared of heights or something. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Seven World Trade Center, right? And it's kind of a weird one. So this was designed by Emery Roth and Sons, which is a company, uh, an architecture firm that designed 
every single high rise in New York City. It's a weird um, looking building apart from it anything is, it, else. Like, it's yeah. weird. It's on a trapezoidal lot, right? Um, there's there's some. It's just between uh, the sh like shape and the color. I look at it and I'm just like brick. It, yeah, <laughs> it's not actually brick though. It's a red granite. Ah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it's 47 stories tall. This was built after the rest of the complex in 1987. It's oh, very God, funny man. that like red granite used to be like, oh, this is the thing that we use to contain the Pharaoh's soul. And now it's like, this is the thing that we use to contain the email jobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the, the thing mm -hmm. of similar prestige. So um, they had some issues with finding tenants for this building, right? When it was built, right? Mm. The anchor tenant was supposed to be Drexel Burnham Lambert. Right, who you Dewey, may remember Cheatham from and Howe. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Who you may remember from the stock uh, savings and loan collapse, right, and the junk bonds thing. Yes, um, yeah. very, very unethical. I can agree. Yeah, uh, vaguely uh, can trace corporate history back to uh, my alma mater, uh, Drexel University, and Anthony Joseph Drexel. Um, what one of the yeah. most sort of nefarious uh, investment banks? I would yeah. say they were very and that's a, they, inspired, they inspired yeah. Wall Street, uh, yeah. if you've ever seen that movie. So greed is good, that's that. Yeah, yeah, because they were really into like um uh, junk bonds, right? Like that yes, was a yes, Michael yes. Milken's thing there. Was Michael like, Milken, yep. Yeah. Not an so, asset to my people, I will say that. <laughs> so they did this whole bunch of insider trading. So the building owner, Larry Silverstein, had to find Once someone again. else to occupy the building because because uh Drexel, Burnham, and Lambert were not in a position to move at that point, right? Mm. So he, he, he persuades this other firm, Salomon Smith Barney, to move in, right? It's and then they have the way to, all of these places are named. Yeah. They require a whole bunch of renovations to the already completed and partially occupied building, including knocking out a whole floor <laughs> on the ground floor, on the second floor, to add some double height trading floors, right? Because as you mentioned, they don't, they don't like taking elevators. They, they don't, don't like they'll, it. They'll, 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 they'll none, do of them, none of them want to take elevators. Yeah, that's so strange. But like, it genuinely, I've I, now that I've said <laughs> it, I can't unsee it. Every yeah. trading floor I can think of is just yeah, no, yeah, no elevators, no stairs, very mm -hmm. accessible. Yeah. Um, so much like one and two World Trade Center, they outbuilt the actual demand for office space, so the rest of the building was filled with government. Tenant of last resort. <laughs> yes. Like genuinely. Port like, authority, please love me. There's there's so much <laughs> of this this shit that like um in, in conspiracy theories about 9-11, it's like, how come the CIA and the FBI and the ATF and the you know uh postal inspectors and the fucking Department of Agriculture cops all had offices in the World Trade Center? And it's like, well, on the one hand, because it was kind of like a little bit of a bribe to be like, hey, do you want to 75th floor office in the World Trade Center, and partly because no one else could fucking move into them. Yeah. The other so it's thing just, is, just give it to the government, you know? Yeah. Also, it's a big building. Yeah. Lots of people were there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but the whole 25th floor of this building was the Department of Defense and IRS, and apparently the CIA what, was there as well. What strange neighbors they must have been. <laughs> yeah. Just different Hang nerds out. bumping into each other, you know? Beautiful romance blossoms when a guy and a yeah. girl who have only ever looked at the carpet and at their own shoes walk into each other head first. 
What exactly uh, was always... the fucking Department of Defense doing in New York as well? Let's take it bribes, Alice. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Defend it, defending New York. Uh, I see. Not well, especially well, well as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's also a bunch I mean, of space. NYPD the... has its own navy. I like how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. There's also a bunch of space for the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, and they also had Immigration Fun and place. Naturalization <laughs> Services in there because they didn't have Homeland Security back then. Yeah. Um, Homeland Security is established in 2002, uh, and we've been uh, eating shit ever since, at, at mm-hmm. least at the airport. Uh, yeah. Your friendly reminder that TSA has never stopped the terrorist attack, and that uh, security it has, theaters... however. Stopped. You know what it has stopped? A bunch of live shows with me in them, ever yes, since yes. they introduced the tranny detector at the airport, which I wish they hadn't. <laughs> What? I'm not going to call it the fucking backscatter machine. That's what it is. No, that's that's fine. That, that is what it is. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Now we have to talk about the consolidated Edison substation, right? Boy, nice. So, so this was built along with, and it served the World Trade Center complex, right? Um. And it was designed. You can see the footprint on the lot here. It was designed with the notion. That you could build a 20-story building on top of it, right? But World sure. Trade Center 7 was going to be 47 stories tall. Huh. So what do you do? Well, you build a lot of weird trusses and columns. Oh, I know a lot about some weird trusses lately. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> all of these all of these columns each has a little weird necklace on it. Yeah. So if you, you sort of look at this, I'm loosely outlining the actual uh, outline of the transformer, right? But basically, it, this is all designed at like the top of the building. You know, the, the the main bulk of the building sits on all these these transfer cantilevers here, and that shifts the whole load path of the building over like ten feet. Is this, this below is at, like, the street fifth level? Floor. Oh, no, this okay. is at like the fifth floor. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, and then you have several other trusses. It was a it's a weird building, right? Mm, yeah. Um, this is all, yeah, it's between floors five and seven, surrounded by mechanical equipment, but otherwise it's, it's, it's a relatively conventional building other than it has a weird shape, right? Sure. Um, sure. It's not like, it's not like something crazy. No. Um, you know, and it's perfectly fine. So anyway, 9-11 happens. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Oh, tw- yeah, tw- yeah, 20, it does. It does. 20 guys get lying. together with a dream. Yeah. Uh, yes. and you know, they, they, they plan and they execute that dream. Um, yes. and, uh, you guys know the rest, right? Yeah. yeah. You're familiar yeah. with yeah. 9-11. Yeah. There's going to be a point in which we have to explain 9-11 because some of our audience is going to be too young for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Security theaters, how terrorists win. Hi, it's Justin. Uh, so this is a commercial for the podcast that you're already listening to. Uh, people are annoyed by these, so let me get to the point. We have this thing called Patreon, right? The deal is you give us two bucks a month, and we give you an extra episode once a month. Uh, sometimes it's a little inconsistent, but, you know, it's two bucks. You get what you pay for. Um, it also gets you our full back catalog of bonus episodes, so you can learn about exciting topics like guns pickup trucks, or pickup trucks with guns on them. The money we raise through Patreon goes to making sure that the only ad you hear on this podcast is this one. Anyway, that's something to consider if you have two bucks to spare each month. 
uh, join at patreon.com forward slash WTYP pod. Do it if you want. Or don't. It's your decision, and we respect that. Back to the show. Oh, those, those kids, 9-11 those is old enough to drink. Now. Yeah, 9 yeah. is old enough to drink. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, well, the, the, the towers collapse. Yeah. Right? See previous As a result, episode. See, see episode previous Passim. E- <laughs> yes. Uh, building 7 is hit by a shitload of debris, which is, of course, on fire. Oh, yeah. Debris, like, the, there's a debris field that, like, scatters. There's, like, arms and legs and bits of aviation fuel and filing cabinets and shit yes. landing on the roof and windows of every building in, like, lower Manhattan. Red, hot metal, stuff like that, you know, mm. and it's spread sort of all over the building, all over, I think, about 10 floors of the building. Mm. Which means, of course... It's on fire now, right? Does that kill anyone outright in Building 7? Do we know that? I believe Building 7 was completely evacuated. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, unlike the actual towers where there are, like, guys, like, going in to catch up on work. (laughs) 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 It's like, no, I gotta do my emails, sorry. I gotta gotta do my emails. There's still power in the building? Yep. That famous photo of like everybody going down the stairs and the firefighters going up, except there's also mm-hmm. one guy in shirt sleeves on the end being like, uh... "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get my emails." <laughs> I don't even know that would have been like before emails. He had to go like answer a call on his phone, but he got a, a note on from his pager. Yeah, pager. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably only like the CIA had emails at that point. Like, this is true. Yeah. Damn you, Arpanet. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, they're, 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 there's, there's firefighting I said, no, it was efforts. was decommissioned in 89, shut up. <laughs> there's efforts to fight this fire, but the building's completely evacuated. The main danger here is the property, not yeah. human also, lives. At some point right? in the midst of this firefighting, like, a fifth of the FDNY just gets killed. Which this is, is also true, yes. Has been known to interfere with firefighting operations, I would say. Absol- absolutely, yeah, that, that, is, that is a big setback right there. Um, so, you know, uh, saving this building was not priority number one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like, well, it's on fire. Um, but, uh, you know, we have bigger issues. Yeah. Um, it's not going to set anything else on fire. If it collapses, it's not going to crush much else, right? Well, it probably okay. would if it had okay. collapsed yeah. hypothetically. It would have been a problem. They don't want that to happen, but you can evacuate the area as opposed to um as opposed to sending guys in to fight this fire to deal. save property. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Right, and there sure. were other issues that led to this decision, the main one being the complete failure of the fire suppression system in the building. Hmm. Right? Which there was no uh, reason for like we talk about like one and two World Trade Center shit failing. It's like, yeah, of course it did. Got hit by a fucking plane here and not so much right like that's so much i mean you would think i if 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 the fire suppression system in this building had been working it would not have fallen down Uh, it would have been a footnote right yeah it would have been the philly skyscraper we talked about whether the sprinklers just stopped it dead Uh, it would not have even gotten that far yeah hmm. because uh because one meridian did have several floors burn out um this one you didn't have that same situation uh, there was just no water pressure available for the wet standpipe system, right? This mm-hmm. this whole building relied on the city water supply 
to run the sprinklers, right? And then you needed a big pump, a big electrical pump to pump the water up to the top and provide additional pressure for the sprinkler system, right? Um, and they, you know, they had a diesel backup generator for this purpose. But the big issue is that the city water supply was severed by the collapse of one and two World Trade Center. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that that's going to be a problem in that, like, yeah, the building collapses on top of it. There's not a sort of a failure mode you can plan around, right? No. Yeah, that's that's not a failure mode that, like, you would really consider when designing, you know, a fire suppression system is, oh, we have no water, period. I have a question, a further question in relation to the evacuation here. Wasn't the fucking mayor of New York City's command center in Seven World Trade Center? Yes. But, but why? <laughs> Ru Rudolph Giuliani, why do this, you know? Because we got to make sure Larry Silverstein makes money. <laughs> uh, I, I have here in my hand a, 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 uh, a reference to a detailed 1998 NYPD analysis which opposed the city's plans to locate the, the emergency command center at the World Trade Center, but Giuliani overrode the objections personally because he was the mayor of America. It sounds like you're saying Rudy Giuliani doesn't support our police. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> you know, it's almost as if he doesn't believe that the Blue Lives Matter. Um, oh my god. What yeah, have we Giuliani, how could you do this? So, so they couldn't... How could Rudy Giuliani do 9-11? <laughs> so so yeah. as, as soon as they evacuated, they obviously couldn't use the command center. And the command center was also destroyed in the events that follow. So yes. I, I would imagine that this perhaps hindered responding to 9-11 a little bit, maybe. Yes. Well, I mean, at that point, you know, the the, the bulk it's of the damage happened. had been done. Yeah, yeah that's but... true. Yeah, 9-11 is one of those things where, you, you know, an ounce of prevention. You really want to, like... Yeah, mm. if, they had, if they hadn't, you know, just not done anything about the terrorist attack, they may or may not have known about. <laughs> they didn't know. I mean, and, and fl like, Flight 93... No, I'm saying it, they didn't know about 9-11. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, they could have. But they did. They, they, cho I'm, they chose not to find out. However, not yeah, for like full knowledge. I'm open to the idea mm. that they just didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is that the passengers of Flight 93, which I guess we'll do as a future episode. I don't know. Uh, uh, we're going to run out of 9/11 episodes. Otherwise, we have to do like the coup in true. Chile. Um, this is true. But well, like, that's another. That's another episode right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so the the passengers of, of Flight ninety three they really spared us from some dog shit architecture going up in DC. Um, uh, this is this is don't true. Worry, there's already a bunch of dog yeah, shit. Yeah, architecture yeah, yeah. But like what, whether true. it had been like the pen. Well, it was already fuck me. Ignore that. Uh, it, whether it was like um, the Capitol or the White House, like what? Imagine what a Bush administration would have tried to replace either of those things with. Oh uh, sure. Yeah, real, real bad. I think the Capitol Dome is a little bit overbearing, I'm going to be honest. Are uh, you sort of the, the uh, Tom Clancy, uh, death of honor viewpoint here? You're yeah. like, fuck I, it, I, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm willing to do massive terrorism to uh, get a more proportional dome on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ask us about the yeah, first three tunnels. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, FBI, that is also a joke. Uh, <laughs> So there's no water to fight these many small fires that break out in Building 7, right? Mm. And so you have all these small fires from the debris, and they're in offices, right? 
which are full of flammables. Yeah, because no one was using emails at their email job yet, so it's a paper job. It's a paper, paper job, yeah. Way yeah, better yeah. than emails. Yes, as it turns yeah, out. You got, you got papers, you got desks, you got carpets, you got some computers, and so on and so forth. So Did I try to set fire to an email? Very difficult. Very difficult to set fire to an email. Um, a mixtape, on the other hand. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah. So these these small fires from debris were completely uncontrolled. Um, some firefighters did go in through the earlier part of the day to try and, you know, control these fires, but it really, there was no point because mm. they didn't have water either to speak of. So what the <laughs> hell did they even do it? Well, yeah. Fire losing their lives for capital. We've already established that. But... Yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure no one was killed in building seven at all. Oh, no, up is, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go on a point, a little divergence here, that there used to be an explicit division in a lot of places between the firefighters whose job is to protect lives and the firefighters whose job is to protect capital. Um, you used to have, and in fact in 9-11 you still did have, uh, salvage corps as opposed to fire departments with like separate trucks, separate liveries, separate employees, all of this, whose job is go into a burning building, rescue all of the crap, take all of the, like, the goods out of it. Um, whether it's like warehouses with full of like whiskey or whatever that's burning, you go and like fish all of that shit out. I think like a couple of um like New York fire salvage guys got killed in nine eleven as well. Um, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I think I I forget what it's called. It's like it, there was some arcane. Uh, it, it might have been like fire brigade or something. Uh, I'm gonna find this out. I I'm reminded of uh, my friend Bruce showed me some videos of uh, fire uh, patrol. Jap- these 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 old Japanese uh uh what what's the Japanese theater Kabuki Kabuki, Kabuki. yeah yeah it was about uh it was about uh firefighters in Kyoto in the medieval era and and they and they 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 blew stuff up it was good um <laughs> oh, like when, back when it was tearing buildings down back yeah, when the... it was tearing buildings down yeah and they were like yeah. they were like all celebrities i was like this is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah the new the new york fire patrol stopped existing in 2006 had about 100 employees uh and they lost one guy on 9-11 so ah. well, that's a that's 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 better than the regular firefighters i suppose <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there, there weren't very many yeah. of them, and you know, they, I, I think they correctly evaluated the situation as, yeah, we're not getting all the. I'm, I'm not going in there. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going in there. Uh, so yeah, that this was a completely uncontrolled fire. This is like the main thing you can say about World Trade Center Seven is that the fire was completely uncontrolled, mm. right? Um, and this is sort of a, a unique thing in high-rise fire history to this point. Yeah, you're not um, really supposed to just leave it to burn Just out. leave it, right. You, 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 you usually don't you have, have... fish to fry on 9-11. Yeah, mm. you usually don't have a situation where uh, a high-rise building has no fire protection and no attempt at firefighting, right? Yeah. But everybody thought at the time that there was going to be like, you know, another dozen planes along in a minute after that second one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what are you going to do? And, uh, so these fires get bad enough, right? That, um, you know, they start structurally compromising the building. The big one here is column 79, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a big column. It holds up the floor plates on the east side of the building, which had some exceptionally long spans, right? Yeah, it's uh, the way girders, out there on yeah, its own. It's way, way out there on its own, right? So it went 
this one buckled first somewhere around the 13th floor, right? And there was a girder spanning between columns 79 and 44 that would go like this. Mm. That went with it, right? Mm. Um, and at this point, there's this sort of progressive collapse that occurs, mostly on the interior of the building to start out with. And weirdly, mostly below the 13th floor is where it is said to have started. Um, so this, this is going to be yeah. some more fuel for your conspiracy theorists, right? Because we've never let a building burn itself down like this right. before, so no one knows what it looks like. And so you just go... Yes. Ah, controlled demolition. Controlled demolition. Controlled demolition, right, yeah. Um, so you, you, you start having your, your, your progressive collapse starts. Um, all the girders attached to the columns, you know, they're adding... You know, they're collapsing with column 79. They're pulling on the other columns, which are also, you know, structurally weakened. One goes after another. Boom, 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 boom. The interior of the building collapses pretty quickly. You can see on the video, actually, the one video that exists of this, which I didn't put in here because I can't figure out how to embed a video anymore. <laughs> uh, you can see the, pe the mechanical penthouse right above column 79 goes well before the rest of the building does, right? Mm. I, I know I know mechanical penthouse here just means like uh top floor where they put all of the machines and shit, but yeah. it's also insanely cool phrase, you know. It's a great yeah. phrase. Oh yeah. But if anyone wants to name a band mechanical penthouse. Yeah. It's a dirty well, magazine well, we'll for robots. Your... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, this is sort of, I guess, the long and short of it. This this is followed quickly by a global collapse of the whole building, right? And it it looks it looks very neat and tidy on the video that we have of the incident, but it's mm. it's not right. Building fall down, Mister. Building fall and, down, and curiously, building fall down on like what appears to be to the casual observer the opposite side to where all the debris landed on it. Yes. Uh yeah, most of the most of the photographs of the building are not of the side with the with with the horrible gashes and the scarring, but this is again, this is not a the actual physical trauma inflicted on the building by debris is not a huge contributor to collapse here. It's mostly the fire on this one. Oh wild. Uh, unlike the main World Trade Center towers where a lot of the, the jet fuel can't melt steel beams, guys. Uh, do neglect the fact that a plane hit the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here it is, just a bunch of burning, you know, carpets and stuff. Can in fact kind of melt steel. Takes it takes seven hours. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty so, good considering. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would say this building performed admirably under the circumstances. Yeah, that's best. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they got um, everyone out of it, so this is true. I mean, this, this is where just a small bean. This is where I would say that the 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 big thing here is that after the fact, so much analysis goes into this, so much wasted time trying to say. It was not a controlled demolition. <laughs> because it, 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 it clearly is not. I mean, um, you know, it, sure, it, sure, it, sure. It, 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 they let a fire burn uncontrolled for seven hours. What do you want? Things are going right? to happen, right? <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, but it's, you know, it's I, I think it's the same thing as, you know, a lot of other stuff about 9-11. It was stuff that no one had ever done or seen before. And so this is with, true. This is with true. No frame of reference. You know, it allows people to concoct conspiracy theories. And that's sort of the thing that's true about 9-11 is that, you know, it would be hard. We've hardened our security systems in such a way that it, it 9-11 worked real well, but it would probably only work once. And I think yeah. that that it's sort of this unfair unthinkable almost not not mm. that a terrorist attack is unthinkable but the the sort of the spectacle and scale at which it was done yeah i think it's hard for people to sort of like and you see that in the sort of numbness people feel i think around i've to compare it to another modern tragedy uh the covid response sure we're like yeah three thousand americans died in one day or 2977 or whatever but you know three thousand people died last week in the united states of covid and we're not treating that we're not marking that specifically because I think at some point you just be, they 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 simply become fac facts and figures basically. Yeah, and it becomes they're not, like an they're like not an, people. It's unacceptable for it to be banal. It's the same thing to me. Like, uh, you know, JFK can't just have been killed by like one guy. Right. right. That's that's too much of a fucking. Because that doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Right. If, right. If just anybody can have that effect, if just anybody can do it, then you know it's terrifying to think about. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be some, you know, CIA and we saw that in sort of the the soft paranoia of people who are convinced, you know, they were going to poison the Rappahannock next. I remember mm. watching Fahrenheit 9/11 and that scene very much. Do you remember soft targets? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Whole the, thing Al Qaeda is going to attack your mall or whatever, and it's like right. no, Al Qaeda is going to poison the Rappahannock <laughs> River. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and as it turns out, the the actual sort of soft targeting, you know, the 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 guys who were going to shoot up your your suburban mall were the kids that you had just given birth to at that point. Like Right. Yes. Al Qaeda's gonna gonna blow up the, the I don't know, the railroad museum in Manassas or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so there there there's a bunch of conspiracies that show up about Building Seven very quickly because again to the untrained eye that sure do look like a controlled demolition. Yeah, huh? I had and, the fucking CIA in there, you know. Everything they do is shady. And no steel building had ever collapsed from fire before this point. No steel um, building or no had no ever large left to though. no right. no large high rise steel building. Excuse me, mm -hmm. plenty of smaller steel buildings that collapsed from fire. Um, there's also a conspiracy around, like Larry Silverstein said on the radio to some firefighters, yeah, we got to pull it. We have to pull it or something like that. I don't know. And that I was mean... referring to pulling firefighters out of the building. Right. Because he is a big time developer, he has strange mannerisms. That's true. <laughs> That's 9-11 really was the 9-11 of New York property developers. Um, it's true. It, like, it, it also... True. It also inspired Donald Trump to say, I think, one of the most him things he's ever said, which was to fucking dunk on Larry Silverstein mm -hmm, and to true. go on TV the day of and be like, yeah, he had the, the tallest building in Manhattan. Now I do. Now I do. Now it's I, mine. Now I do. Yeah. <laughs> 40 Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> Just already weird guys, property guys, and then they become much weirder under they stress. Come, yeah. Yes. They, 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 when, when, when the going gets tough, the tough get weird. <laughs> I, I have a, a card in my in my house that Corinne bought that says, "When the going gets tough, the uh, tough cry in the car." <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. Only sometimes. 
So I, I, I mean, this is this is kind of uh, you know, there there's a huge amount of analysis that have gone on this. There's lots of finite element Fucking analysis that was NIST done. NIST had to like reconstruct the collapse of the whole building with two thousand and one computers to yes. be like uh, to create this whole report of what happened, and still motherfuckers were not believing it. Yeah, it's like it's it's all for nothing. It's like I don't even know why we did this. You 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 sort of see what the problem was to begin with. Uncontrolled fire, seven hours, case closed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is you know you you gotta like really compare this to like what does a what does a controlled demolition look like versus a progressive collapse as we had. Um, I believe this is a. This right here is an unfinished building being demolished in Abu Dhabi. See, the problem um, with well, the problem with the progressive collapse, right, is that in order to replicate 9/11, we would have to do another 9/11 just to see what this, it looked this like is true. to compare. This is true. And but, as um, yet, the federal government refuses to fund a full-scale reenaction of 9/11, like <laughs> building an entire sort of lower Manhattan in the desert or something. <laughs> But the um, you know, generally when you when you do a controlled demolition, there's lots and lots of precisely timed sequence charges, which are not set off in the middle of an inferno. Um, yeah, you, you gotta know, do I, the really cool thing with the like thing of deck cord and a bunch of explosive charges, and they just go off sequentially. I I don't want to dunk on anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, but do I will it. say most likely I have worked on more controlled demolitions than you have. <laughs> which is which is one <laughs> yeah statistically like if on a, on a big enough scale right statistically you have worked on more controlled demolitions than anyone on earth mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is true um you know and it's like it it's a whole involved process it takes months to set up um, it's not something you could just, you know, well, to do. be fair, months of that is getting the permits. <laughs> and I don't think fucking yeah. uh, Muhammad Atta was too worried about that. Yeah, but Muhammad Atta probably wasn't doing a controlled demolition. I think he was going to fly a plane into the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of the point, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> just when it gets close, he just pops the door, throws a bunch of charges in. <laughs> I have an architecture degree. <laughs> Those were his dying words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a long, involved process. It's not something you could easily do covertly. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that one. Because no, that's uh, yeah. a future nine eleven episode. Yeah, that that's an episode I want to do. Is what would it actually take to fake nine eleven? Yeah, and we could do um, some like nine uh, eleven fucking covert controlled demolition crew t shirts. Yes. So, uh, and of course, the whole building, you know, it comes down roughly in its own footprint because it's very hard to knock a tall building like this over sideways. It's, it's not Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's very heavy. It's made out of many small parts. They tend to fall down, not sideways, because gravity mm. goes down, not sideways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's, uh, and since then, we've had some examples of buildings which caught fire and collapsed. Um, there's the, there's that one in Tehran that happened in like 2000, and, uh, I forget when. Um, this is Edificio Wilton Paez de Alameda. 
This is this is in Sao Paulo. This is an old police headquarters. It's taken over by squatters, right? Mm. Um, because uh, it was basically abandoned. Um, someone plugged too much stuff into a power strip, and it caught fire. And see, this is why I'm always worried about using power strips. You know? Yes. Well, since the building was uh occupied by squatters of course the fire suppression system was not active of course i mean um, britain has fused power strips i'm still worried about that and uh about 90 minutes of burning later the whole thing came down um and that was yeah, with that. active firefighting because it was an occupied building occupied by squatters but it's an occupied building you got to yeah. fight the fire you know so we, we, I, I, we, I looked this up on Google Maps, mm -hmm. and it simply says permanently closed. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I don't know how much there really is to say about Building 7, because you could get really in the weeds about the precise method of collapse and how and when various things happen. But when it comes right down to it, uncontained fire in a high-rise building results in high-rise building collapsing. Yeah. I, I don't know what else you can say. Well, I mean, all, all we can say is that Rudy Giuliani doesn't respect the troops. Um, it's true. Absolutely does not respect the troops. Um, there is a sort of futility in trying to re refute like conspiracies like con the controlled demolition hypothesis. There's not, yeah. not really much you can do, I, I suppose. Kind of, I understand why, why you have to, though. And like, yeah. you know, sure. I, if you go back to JFK again, like the Warren Commission, it, it, stuff like that exists in order to, people aren't wrong when they call it a cover-up, it exists to sort of tie up those loose ends and provide a historical record that people right. don't want to question, uh, yeah. because there's questionable stuff in there, even if it doesn't go anywhere. Um, there's questionable stuff in the 9-11 Commission report. But yeah, yes. sure. It just doesn't, like, because inevitably, you know, life being what it is, there's going to be a thread you can pull on that will be, like, incriminating or embarrassing for something else unrelated, but it right. doesn't discredit the main, sort of, like, the main narrative. Um, and I, I, I do think that you need to do something. You can't just let it like lie there and be like, yeah, just building fall down. Um, yeah. You, you got to fund the fucking 2001 computer reconstruction, even though no one who is that interested will believe it. And everyone who will be convinced by it was already convinced. I just, I've never gotten the idea behind the, the controlled demolition hypothesis. Like, is this, uh, is this something that makes you happy? Like thinking that the government is completely omnipotent. I mean, I I don't I don't like it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was it was it was different in those days. I remember that, like before Iraq sort of concretely proved this to everyone, there was an air of malicious competence about the about the Bush government, which is an insane thing to think now, but it did. Yeah, especially retrospect. Well. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, everyone, everyone thought that fucking, you know, it, it was going to be like Condoleezza Rice, you know, sort of malevolent philosopher kings up there. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I remember too, a little older, but I, you know, gaining sentience at 13. And then you remember <laughs> Katrina happening and you're just like, oh, these fuckers couldn't manage their way out of a paper bag. Yeah, it's true. We have to do Katrina at some point, but we're trying to be sensitive about it. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. we'll have to be sensitive about this one, I suppose, too. Uh, Building 7, which is, of course, a, a real estate developer. Uh, situation, so yeah, we have no respect. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Katrina just needs the right guest, but uh, yes. we'll, we'll we'll find them. Uh, yes. Um. Well, what did we learn? What did we learn? I know that one was a little short, but 
Yeah, a little short coming in over an hour, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. I think we learned to uh, firefight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the good kind have, of have firefighters. Some, have some fire suppression systems in your $300 million building. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, 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 and don't have them be cut off by a terrorist attack you probably couldn't predict. <laughs> Yeah, um, maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe like a little bit of redundancy on that score, but yeah, who can say? I don't um, know what you do when the entire city water system is severed. I, I don't think that's something you can reasonably plan for. I no. would say we've learned nothing from the collapse of Building <laughs> Seven. I, no. I think yeah. I think there's no lesson to be learned here whatsoever. We we have wasted <laughs> our time and yours. Yes, and that's our promise. Yeah, that's I got our the promise. Put away the big foam building seven finger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was special. Nah, damn. Uh, we've, we've, we've learned nothing. We lose. <laughs> day, <sir. laughs> um, well, maybe we can salvage this. We have a segment on this podcast called Safety Third. Well, there's your problem. Fire Patrol Salvage Corps riding yes. in to try and you know salvage them <laughs> from this episode. Dear Alice, Liam, and Ross. Nope. Swing not, a miss. Don't not read your it. name. No, no, That's no, not your name. No, no, no. It's uh, there's no S in there. It's it's a C and a Z. Yeah. Um, foolishness. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's a weird time. As as a chairlift operator with several hundred hours under my belt, you are immediately have... forgiven for fucking up Ross's name. <laughs> <laughs> I have several stories to tell you, such as the time a ski instructor was fired because they let a child fa fall out of a carrier, also known as the chair, or the time oh. a mother was gifted a season pass because her child fell out of a chair. Carrier, carrier, excuse me. Or even the time a child fell out of a carrier because they saw something shiny in a nearby tree. Hey, free, free shiny thing, you know? P pictured here, a child in a normal position on a carrier. <laughs> <laughs> I write to you today instead about how we hotboxed a public bus with disease and single-handedly doubled the state of Utah's active COVID cases. Oh man! Remember when Jesus. COVID was was in that stage where you could trace individual outbreaks, and it was like the it, fucking it, division. Terrifying, incredible. I yeah, that, genuinely, that, I, I remember <laughs> the bit where it was like, uh, well, you know, it, it, there there are cases in the UK, but there are very few in Scotland. And then going like, well, there are there are some in Scotland, but they're confined to like community uh, transmission. And then they were like, yeah, it's fucked. We fucked it. It's just, it's just around. Good now. luck. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, uh, I was hanging out with Liam, uh, on my back porch and, uh, you know, we went over to the bar and it was closed for COVID. And I was like, yeah, this country is going to be completely fucked in like one week. Yeah, you, <laughs> we were. You, you fully called it. And like yeah. the only, the only place you can still get that experience of like health surveillance is to go to, go to China, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're still surveilling individual outbreaks, uh, cause they bet on that instead of vaccination largely, uh, which is, uh, 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 I don't know. It seems like they have a lot less COVID is the thing. Yeah, but the, on, the, <laughs> on the other hand, people really don't like it. Yeah. Um, I, I like dying less, I will say that. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. I, I don't know what the fucking answer is. I'm not an immunologist. Get mad at us about something else. No, it, it is right. weird to think that we all survived thus far. Us Please. getting the, 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 the bad ending of a pandemic, like where it just becomes an endemic. 
pandemic yet. That's crazy. All right, you watch. We got we got a couple of years before everyone's brains start imploding. Um, oh you know, wind up like Woodrow Wilson. Don't um, even joke about yeah. that shit. <laughs> what else can you do? Um, <laughs> not wrong. So, not joke about it and yeah, try yeah. not to think about it. I got an anxiety yeah. disorder over here. Oh, it'd, be a lot easier, it'd be a lot easier to not think about it when your brain implodes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, the problems were threefold. One, it was late 2020 and early 2021. Utah wasn't taking COVID seriously. Neither was the company. Two, though we were technically allowed two weeks sick leave a season, we needed to produce a doctor's note after the third consecutive day, leading to people getting progressively sicker in hopes of it blowing over before getting the note on the third day. Oh, COVID maxing? Getting my COVID out of the way early? Yeah, exactly. Three, the company town, that's, that's stricken. Uh, there's a strike through on that company town employee housing instead didn't have any connection to a medical center aside through the company bus. Oh no. Which departed twice in the morning at 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. and arrived back once in the evening at 5 p.m. This is a stand in for the company bus. So the company had squeezed most of its employees into their RV park they can't find enough customers for in the wintertime. There we were bunking six to a room with a single bathroom and kitchenette between us. They then bust us 10 miles into town each morning on two two company buses that each seat about 60 passengers, right? Dumping us at the transit center when we would need to catch one city bus, which could maybe take 40 passengers. Uh, before social distancing, of course, of course, to the to the resort or to the medical center. Now, I don't have a degree in civil engineering, but I believe 120 is a larger number than 40. I've heard this, and I don't think a key step in a private company's logistics should be a load-bearing municipal bus. <laughs> Here's a stand-in for the city bus down here. Now, this city bus, being a microcosm of public transport in the USA, only comes once an hour. And as such, everyone needs to be on one bus or be late. And nobody was going to walk through another five miles in the dark through waist-deep snow up a mountain, right? Right. So we all, we all crammed into the bus, standing close enough to be at least six, standing close enough to at least six other people that it could be considered sexual harassment. It's usually a subway vibe. Bad to see it on a bus, I think. I was about to say, I've been on buses like that. Mm. Um, so if, if that that's the tube to me. That's taking the tube in London. Is like you, uh, you're you going to be you know touched in some places that you don't want to be, either maliciously or accidentally. Yeah. Uh, it would be a weird episode, but if we do an ADA episode at some point, it would be interesting to talk about how the ADA actually really fucked up bus systems. Um, (laughs) Not that the buses shouldn't be accessible, but um, Mm. they had to make some design compromises. Um, So everyone was trying to get to work or as was more often case uh, to the medical center. And you better bet if you weren't feeling sick by the time you got on that bus, you would be by the time you got off. At this point, you would have let the, let the it's, like, it's like down. when you're at a gig and there's like the fucking mist in the air of like people sweat, but it's all yes. COVID. It's all COVID. Oh. 
At this point, you will let the diseased air settle in your lungs for a half hour or so, get off the bus, then, st then stew in your bloodstream for the day before you make it back up to the cabin, ready to cough up more pathogens in the air, where your roommates would then be sure to spread it on any days you had off. Needless to say, I got sick and needed to get to the medical center, but thank God the, the famous USA healthcare system was there to help me. It was there I found out they had run out of rat tests and did not have the equipment for PCR and were at least not getting any more for at least a month because they had an unusual number of cases in the area. That's suspicious. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. I, I, I kind of understand from, from you guys, amongst others, that there was a phase in the US's handling of this where it looked, again, like the division, where everybody was like, oh, yeah, there's the a truck full of dead bodies out back kind of thing. Yes. Uh, several trucks full. Yeah, usually several trucks full of dead bodies. Yeah, it is not good there for a bit. Um, since there was an unusual number of cases in the area, I, you, he couldn't get tested, so I would not be eligible for COVID leave from the company. Oh my God. But I did get a $215 piece of paper telling me I did not need to work for three, parentheses, three days. $215? Yeah, for the, for the, um, Yep. Yeah, yeah, that that's how much it costs to go see a doctor. How do you yeah. guys how do you guys you all have guns? How do you not find these people in <laughs> Yeah, that's a good there's, an, there's an address on the bill, I imagine. You gotta know where it's coming from. How two hundred and fifty I mm, I take back my thing about Britain being the most cucked country in the world. Yeah, I America's not very good in that respect, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, here here it's just like okay, we can't do it and also fuck you for asking, right? But like it's not we can't do it fuck you for asking, give me $215 at least. Yeah, well, good news. This piece of paper was not covered by the works insurance because I had apparently gotten sick on the city bus. Jesus so, so that Christ, was not bro. work related. What, what fucking <laughs> kind of infection control disease tracing are they trying Stupid to do to make country. that happen? I'm going to be honest. A city bus like this has a very robust HVAC system. That's probably not where you get sick. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's uh, somewhere that, you know, experiences winters. Mm. That, 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 that heater has to be very robust because the bus, you know, stops and opens the doors constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm just thankful I wasn't hospitalized like some of my colleagues. With a, fe with a fever of 38 degrees Celsius, um, which uh, is... Um, Hot. Yeah, mm. hold on, hold on. 38C, that's 70, 106. Um, yeah, I'm doing a double it and add 30 method. Um, and phlegm leaking from orif orifices I didn't even know I had. I had to deliver the note by hand to HR, where an equally ill-looking manager looked at my paper over and told me to uh, put a bed sheet over my bunk to stop the other people in my cabin from getting sick. Jesus my fucking Christ. I hate it here. Yeah, my recovery went well, aside from my boss ringing at 6.30 and 7.30 each morning, asking if I would be well enough to fill in for someone else that called in sick that day. 
But I, I probably shouldn't be surprised given the Mormon influence. I can't really blame them for putting a weird faith in the efficiency of bedsheets to cover up and trying to get people in their homes to take their advice. I thought Mormons were supposed to be good at this kind of apocalypse shit. Don't, don't, don't they all have to have the like, like the baker buckets, the fucking survival rations and shit? Like, yeah, yeah they, they were completely unprepared for a pandemic. Drop the ball on this shit. Like, they're one yes. of the surviving societies in Fallout New Vegas, and they dropped the ball on this shit. <laughs> uh, you know, well, uh, I mean, they are still around. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it is amazing how much all of us dropped the ball on this, and how fucking, yeah. as insane as this sounds, how lucky we are that it wasn't something worse. Yes. I... I still haven't come to grips with it. So if anyone wants uh, to reassure me about the brain exploding thing in the comments, please do that imminently. They're going to bring back like polio and like smallpox in like the next couple of years. Oh my god. They they're, they're going to yeah, like polio is already a like, state of emergency in New York, dude. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to we're going to wind up in a we're, we're going to have uh the black plague. Yep. Um we're going to have people protesting against the concept of public water systems. Yep. Um, you know, and they're gonna they're gonna bring back cholera. It's gonna be incredible. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I don't like to live in a historical moment. I want to go and live in the woods. Think about all the interesting diseases you can get now. <laughs> I want to go and live in the woods and shoot bottles me, and cans off a fence. Me too. I would like to be Kickhawk Forty Five. Uh, I don't know. I, I like living in the city. I got a municipal water supply, which I generally can trust. <laughs> Uh, thanks for reading this far from a professional roper. Cool. Oh. P.S. At least back home in Australia, you'd probably call a cable car enthusiast a towy. Uh, That's not although real. That term may be more specific to those working in ski fields, like the American term lifty. None of these things are real. That's not real. <laughs> well, that was safety third. Wear gloves to shake hands with danger. And yes. a mask. Our next episode is on the Boston Molasses Disaster. Does anyone have any commercials before we go? Uh, Kill James Bond, Trash Future, Lions Led by Donkeys, 10,000 Losses, Franklin Grad. <laughs> we have a bonus episode coming out, or it might be already yes. out by the time you listen to this. It'll be, already, it'll be already out by the time you listen to this, yeah. Oh, good. Good. Subscribe to the Patreon. It costs yes. two dollars a month, um, which true. is, you know, it, it's 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 sort of one hundredth and change of a letter saying that you're off work for the next three days. Yeah. Yes. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Yeah. All right. Off feet is in.